0: Hello and welcome, welcome to, to The Smut, Smut, Smut Show,
1: a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of
0: motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat.
1: And welcome
0: to the SMUT Show. I'm Rachel. And I'm Neely, and we have such a fun guest today. So we are doing some spicy holiday reads with none other than BK Borison. BK Borison is the author of cozy contemporary romances featuring emotionally vulnerable characters in swoonworthy settings.
1: When she is not daydreaming about fictional characters doing fictional things, she's at home with her family, more than likely buying books she doesn't have room for. Bex, thanks for being here. Hi guys. I Thank
2: also you. buy books I don't have room for. I recently changed my bio because Tessa Bailey told me my bio sucked. <laughs> so. Is that
1: your old bio?
2: No, that's my new bio. So this oh, is Oh, okay. I was, I was like, like I, I think that
1: sounds pretty good. We late love late Tessa Bailey. She doesn't know, but we love her. <laughs> She's I'm, unaware of how much we we're obsessed with her,
2: but we um, are obsessed with her. I was very to her face obsessed with her. I had an yeah. event with her last month. Um, and I was straight up goo goo gaga over her. So,
1: well, I need you to know uh, that I was I am not was this is not a past um, straight up goo goo gaga over you because when you <laughs> messaged us on Instagram, I literally was like six in the morning when I saw it and I like shot up in bed and screenshotted it and sent it to Neely before I like even replied to. You, and I was like, she, oh a my little God, bit passed out. It's fine.
2: She was fine. And then it
1: was my five-star moment on the
2: podcast that week. I totally slid into your DMs like a total creep, but no regrets. No regrets for me. Literally, slide into our DMs
1: anytime. Anytime. Like anybody.
0: We we like when people slide into our DMs in general. But yeah
1: in general nice things thing.
0: never with mean things that well
1: yeah. <laughs> don't don't be mean to us but please slide into our understand DMs. that
0: we're emotional creatures and we have feelings too it's fine
1: <laughs> we have feelings too <laughs> okay neely do should we do one and five star moments should do you want to go sure. first sure okay. um
0: so i'm going to start with a five star because i feel like i have a lot of one star moments. not really um <laughs> so, first five for a moment is we had a really fun weekend. I had a friend's birthday dinner. We had um, one of Liam's friends' birthday parties this weekend, but it's like friends of ours as well. So we all went, and like kind of our whole um, group of friends was there,
1: and they had like a bounce house, and there was rosé and
0: pizza. It was. I was about was a to ask you time. if there was
1: booze because it's always nice when the uh, kid's birthday party yeah. has booze. Yeah,
0: and then leading into that, we have Charlotte's birthday party this weekend. My daughter turns four in two weeks, so we have her mermaid, unicorn, rainbow themed situation this weekend. When I asked her what she wanted to do, she's like mermaids, unicorns, rainbows, and I'm like, uh, we'll check, run check, like check. That. check. Yeah. So we have a bounce house and we have a whole ass princess that we rented. Ariel is coming, because um, you can't which have is apparently a mermaid like party a thing. without Ariel. Right, and it's like a thing that people are doing right now. Like we just went to a party, and both Anna and Elsa came, and oh, then we have one big coming spenders. up. With, right, we have one coming up with just Elsa, um, and oh. we've been to one with Belle before. So you know, we just—I um, don't even You're need to be invited to the wrong to do- birthday parties. I was well, going to say <laughs> Charlotte has a lot of very girly friends, yeah. and she goes to a kind of bougie preschool. So I think yeah. it's partly that um i mean you know once i feel like you get to elementary school the parties are like bowling chuck e cheese it gets a little more normalized Mm. um chuck e cheese and then hey i will say we loved us some chuck e cheese it was fun um my one-star moment is i just feel like i'm a terrible friend wife podcast co-host uh auction chair and uh influencer because i am dropping all of the balls for everything like I literally am just, like, I'm behind – it's not even the situations where I feel like I'm, like, succeeding in every area, but one. I feel like I'm doing, like, the bare minimum of everything. And so I'm just, like, well, I suck. Um, And it's probably just the past week, but I think the combination of Halloween and daylight savings time is done me in. Halloween should never be on a weeknight. Like, it needs to be like the bars where you just do it the Saturday before. Like, whatever – the day like let's just like all decide instead of trick-or-treating on halloween we're just gonna it's always gonna be the saturday around halloween and and that's it
1: my um, sweet like young co-workers that i work with um that are like single did they go to bars and for halloween yes and they're like going out on saturday and having fun and i was like oh i'll be here
0: dressed be up here. as
1: tafiti Y'all's costume
0: rock. situation was great. Um, I was just a Thank reindeer you. because my uh, almost seven-year-old was Santa for Halloween. Yeah, so I went as Rudolph. I will tell you, okay. He got so, so on many theme for this on episode. Santa. So on theme, yeah. he got so many compliments on his Santa outfit.
1: Everyone was like, this is the best. And I was like, people still just talk so- about when Lainey was Santa, because my six-year-old was Santa a couple years ago. And people are like, Do you remember when Lainey was Santa? I was like, Yeah, I was there for that.
0: <laughs> yeah i was there i'm my, my, i bought the I, costume i put it on her
2: um, but it was who is five my niece who is five she was a sugar plum fairy and her little brother who who will turn two in january and like just started like walk running you know the baby like yeah crazy the toddle run yeah he was a nutcracker Oh. And he was the cutest nutcracker I've ever seen in my life. I love oh, a Christmas themed so Halloween
0: costume so much. I do because too. we like in our family, and we just did our Halloween episode and we talked about this, but um, we like are very much more Christmas people than Halloween people. So like as soon as Halloween is over, it is over. Like we don't like leave Halloween up for a while. Like we're done. Christmas went up. Halloween was what? What day was Halloween? Tuesday? Two, yeah. Christmas went up Thursday morning. Like our tree yeah. is up. Your um, tree
1: is up. Christmas. I'm jealous.
0: Oh, I have two trees our up. tree has been up. since. Yeah, we have our, all of our
1: Christmas inside is up. Every ounce of Christmas is up inside. My, my husband house. is um, a Grinch and my house is still decorated for Halloween. This episode's mm-hmm. going to air at the end of the month. By that point, my Christmas stuff will be up. But I am like converting. So we call Mariah Carey the queen, queen of Christmas in our house. And so I'm like, she, I've has she not been defrosted in your house yet? Not quite, but, like, the girls oh, are requesting Queen of Christmas all the time. Oh.
0: I mean, we did our usual – so, because the Rangers, our baseball team here in Texas or Dallas, was in the World Series, we had to uh, – our our annual watching of uh, Home Alone did not happen until the 2nd mm. because we had to get through the Rangers winning the World Series. Yeah. And then we were able to fully embrace the holiday movies. Um I yes, just put on uh, –
1: I should have put as a five star moment that Christmas is up in my house
0: because it's yeah you should have put that
1: bringing me joy. I, I thought right. about you when sorry I'll tell my one and five star moment next. But Neely watches has told us about how she watches Home Alone on Halloween night. And yeah, when we get back from trick or, like, or yeah. treating, we watch Home Alone. So uh, I thought about you tonight because I when we record the podcast, I put my dog in the playroom and turn on a did show you put for, Home Alone for on for him? I put Home Alone on for him. I thought he'd enjoy that. I'm really hoping Liam likes
0: it this year. We tried to watch Home Alone with him last year, and he didn't like how mean everyone was to Kevin. And so he didn't want to watch it because he said they're – he's very sensitive.
1: Your kid is very sweet.
0: We were watching Spookly the Square Pumpkin, and he made me fast forward through the parts where they make fun of Spookly for being square. He is soul. so tender, pure hearted that like, awesome. gosh, I truly do worry about a girl breaking his heart one day because like, I think he will be the one getting his heart broken, not the heartbreaker where I know Charlotte will be the one breaking hearts, not yeah. the one like she's gonna be like, thank you next. That's gonna yeah. be her. And That's Liam's great. gonna be like, yeah, writing poetry about the one that got away for the rest of his life okay, we need
2: so that. we need more men like that
0: in life we do we do we were at the park over the weekend and he was literally pushing all the little kids on the swings
2: wow what a
1: man what a man okay a my man. uh my one and five star moment uh i'll start with my one star my one star is my six-year-old uh got in well okay so my husband was kicked ca- ca- like biking the kids around in the buggy, you know how you can like attach the little like kid carrier to the back of the bike. Um, so he's biking them around, and uh, which took a, took a he zigged too much when he was when zigzagging. Have was, he's zigged when he should have zagged, and the bike carrier tipped out. Lainey's got this huge like her entire mm-hmm. arm is road rash, um, and it's disgusting. She's fine, like she's she was really like in shock when it happened. I think we all were. Um, but like, we are very much the parents where we're like, you're good. No biggie. Like play it down. Um, and we also internally think that you're was- like, <laughs> internally, I was a little bit freaked out. I should not, it doesn't, she doesn't really get me freaked out. She's my like medical kid. She's always got something going on. She's uh, really high pain tolerance. So like normally I'm like, you're fine. Uh, but she, girlfriend was straight up just like, Screaming bloody, mo- she wasn't even crying, she was just screaming. It was, it's disgusting. I'll sh- show y'all pictures, it's so gross. Um, that's my one. Oh, star. I saw the picture. Oh, you saw the picture? It's disgusting. Um, yeah, and then her bandage like, we wrapped it in a bandage, and then, like, I don't know, we're idiots, and then the bandage got stuck to her like open wound. You guys, it was, it was disgusting. We had to play Queen of Christmas and then just. It was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, okay. Yeah. Moment of can't silence. can't do injuries. Uh, yeah. It
2: was gross. Okay. Time. If that happens next time, just pour water on the bandage. So
1: we were in the bath. So we were oh. trying to like
2: soak it off
1: and mm. it just wasn't coming all the way off. So it was wet. So we got it like as off as we could. Yeah. And then we just had to like rip the band-aid off. Um, and then we true. went and spent $50 at CVS to get real band has one, one does bandits. so it's fine so that was my one star moment um and then my five star moment so i'm doing a, a national novel writing month um for those of you who follow me on instagram you have seen my
2: fun i live for your update i am I, I was inspired to perhaps do a mirror update myself you should do I mirror
1: updates motivating. I it's agree. very motivating. it's very motivating I did it uh, while procrastinating um mm-hmm. but now it is highly motivating um so I just hit 12- actually I'm about to hit 13,000 words for the month um it is november okay is november? it it's the 7th oh Jesus,
2: you're disgusting listen I know.
1: listen it took me 7 months to write 30,000 words and so I needed somebody to kick me in the ass and that's where we're at right now. So I, that's my five star is my pretty mirror. That's not pretty, but I made it prettier. And, uh, my very unesthetic office. I'm like, I need to like, I need to procrastinate more and paint it a better color in there because it is just very beige. Um, and 12,000 words. So congratulations. That's, that's
2: huge. Thank that's you. so
1: good. Thank you. What about you, Bex?
2: Um. I'll start with one star. Me and my daughter, well, my daughter coughed in my mouth last week and then <laughs> I got um bronchitis or some sort of coughing thing. And I coughed so hard last week I pulled a muscle in my back. No. It's in there. <laughs> I've been like cough I guess this is what life is just like in your thirties where you cough and you pull muscles. No, it yes. is. It is. And I like I, think, I yes. haven't been able to like bend down to get anything off the ground all week and I've just been like a hobble creature. So that's my one star. I'm really feeling my age. Have um, kids, they said. You yeah. know. Yeah. like everything. Yeah. She literally like leaned over and just coughed directly into my mouth. I was
0: like Charlotte what? sneezes directly into my eyeballs sometimes. She'll be like, that? I have to sneeze, and then literally just like in my face. I'm
2: like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Excuse no me. Need for it. No. So I'm um, I'm I'm coming off the cough now. Um, thankfully. And my I can move flu fluidly <laughs> instead yeah. of like this rocking. My husband was like, Is that what are you trying to do? Like in bed. I'm like, just I'm like, I'm trying to
1: roll over. <laughs> I just want to move.
2: It's
0: almost like being nine months pregnant again, where you're like, I'm just trying <laughs> to use yeah, my body.
2: Just, gosh, where you feel like a hoagie or like <laughs> a soft pretzel, you just feel gross. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: I never made it to nine months pregnant, but at eight months pregnant, I um, hated my life. So I'm just uh, I'm just on hoagie because we just don't I call always them that think in Texas. about. I don't know how far y'all went, but like my I was two weeks late. Like my poor mother. I I uh, don't, With Liam. I, don't I was know.
0: 39. I got induced with Liam at 39 and three. And then Charlotte was a scheduled C-section right at 39 weeks because it was the earliest they would let me
2: do it. And I was like,
0: you tell me the first day I can have this baby.
2: Yeah. My daughter was seven days late and I was doing, me and my sister drove like 40 miles up the coast to this place that claimed to induce labor with a pizza. Like you could buy the labor-inducing pizza. (laughs) Wait,
0: where do you live?
2: Uh, I feel like I've heard of this. I live in California. And so we have okay. since moved to the East Coast. We live in Baltimore now. But, like, okay. we drove to this restaurant. And I was, like, and I go waddling in. And they are like, we know what you want.
1: <laughs> we got it. We got it for you.
2: We got that oh, pizza. And pizza. I actually, I did go into labor, I think, the next day. So it worked, whatever it was. Yeah. Or you were just seven days past when you were <laughs> well, supposed to have not. a baby. <laughs> they sold little onesies that was, like, I'm here because of, like, something pizzeria. pizzeria did like, you buy it So <laughs> no. i was oh, like I, I was so done with the whole like yeah. being pregnant thing um but yeah she and it was i think i was in labor for like two days though after it was horrible i had i the hope easiest- you make
0: i hope you remind her of that
2: to the point oh, where like, she's in therapy because of it at some point probably although yeah. i will say i had a very easy pregnancy with her and then it just, I feel like you either have a really easy pregnancy and a hard delivery yeah. or a hard pregnancy and a super easy delivery.
0: That's kind of how my sister-in-law and I are. Like I had a hard time getting pregnant, but I like had pretty relatively easy pregnancies and she had a really easy time getting pregnant and she had really hard pregnancies.
1: Hey, yeah, I just got, got the, the shitty end of
0: that. all sticks.
1: <laughs> it was just terrible all around. It's <laughs> I hard. I couldn't it's get pregnant. It's It was awful.
0: Did I tell anyway. you about the meme I saw on Halloween? Or one of my friends sent it to me and it was like, what is the scariest thing you can be for Halloween
2: pregnant? And I was like, Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. All right, Bex, what's your five star? Okay. Oh, five star. I I finished my latest manuscript this week or last week. One of those I, I turned it into my editor on Monday. What is today? Is today Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, today's Tuesday. Okay. So I turned it in last week, but I'm going to ca- count it as a five star for this week. Um, Absolutely, so I started work on my next one, so it's so exciting. exciting. We're
1: going to talk more. Well, not that much more because I'm sure you can't tell us that much. But we'll talk more about this in our Patreon episode. But I, of course, saw this on your Instagram because I stalk you and am in your like your group. Uh, what are those things called? The things like, that I her? tried? No. Am I in your Facebook group? No, the one on Instagram where group? it sends your messages. Oh, my channel. Yes. Yeah, channel. yeah, yeah. the channel. And um, and then you'll send like like inspo pics. It's so great. If you're not in her channel, you should join it. I uh, need to do
2: that. I'm not it in it. It is so challenging for me. I think that's been the biggest adjustment for me going from indie to traditional is that like now I'm so far ahead in the schedule. Mm-hmm. Like The book I just finished isn't coming out until February twenty twenty five. So like I can't talk about it, but like I wanna talk about it. And it's it's just it's a weird I'm very used to like sharing everything as I'm Mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah. So now I'm just like (laughs) like, I'm like here's a picture. You (laughs) won't
1: see (laughs) it means (laughs) nothing to you, but here is a picture of a very good But in a year and a half when this comes out you'll get it yeah, you're gonna you're gonna know. So like, you'll make know. a mental note you'll come back you'll scroll through all of the messages because you're not going to post anything else about this book <laughs> no,
2: never but no, like, it's never. like it's it's i have found that it's like i really motivate myself with like reader excitement and feedback with like you post something and people are excited about it but it's also nice that no one knows what i'm doing like i feel super sneaky and yeah. there's less pressure on me because no one's like, well, how's this going? Because no one yeah. knows what I'm doing right
1: yeah. now. They're like, we don't know. We mm-hmm. just want whatever you're writing. We want to know. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nealey, what's a recent read you've read and loved? Okay, so I'm not
0: 100% done with it yet. I'm very close. And I thought I would be done by the time we recorded this, but alas, <laughs> here I am. Um, here I'm are. reading and almost done with The Graham Effect by L. Kennedy. It's real long. It's like 500 oh. pages. Uh-huh. um it's a it's a big book um but i really like it um it's really good i was not sure how i'd feel because it's like a second gen book and like mm-hmm. sometimes they don't hit right but um it's been enjoyable uh much we were to wondering we discuss yes it is yeah. yes yes uh it's it's what you were hoping things are a little okay. bit more
1: we always wonder so it. So my, my, um, everybody loves the deal and that off-campus series and all that. My thing with it, it has always been like, it was written in 2015. There are some like problematic things that happened, which like, fine. It was not fine, but like it was 2015. We've learned. So I was, I was like, I really hope that the Graham effect, like, I don't know, That's not as problematic, and I'm it's glad to not, that it's, it's not. It's not. I mean, I really enjoyed it. You know,
0: I love a hockey romance. I like that she is also a female hockey player in the book, oh. um, which I feel like, yeah. I didn't know that. So, um, she is a fe- – it's it's a female and a male hockey player are the – I like that. You oh. don't see that too often. I like the vibe. that. Um, rather than her just be like, listen, and no tea, no shade, because I love me a figure skater hockey player romance, okay? So I'm about to but talk it was about- just Okay, and I'm excited to read it. I can't. It's my the next book I'm gonna read. But um, yeah, you know, it was just I feel like we don't see it a lot. It's usually like no. a male hockey player. So it was just yeah. it was nice. Um and or I really many male it. I was... hockey
1: players. What I said or many male hockey or players. or many male. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what did I what what's happening? Um, I get where
0: you're going with that, y'all. Yeah. I've been up since five. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, I really like it, and um, I look forward to the next books in the series because I guess it's gonna be like a whole. Oh. A whole series. So A whole um, deal. I don't know if it's like that. I, I I what I'm gonna guess, and this is just guessing, I have no idea that it's like each of their offspring, perhaps. Like so it's Briar U. Briar U second generation. Second generation, yes. Okay. But Briar University has merged with another university, and so with that comes Uh, some new hockey players that um, Gigi Garrett and Hannah's daughter uh, had had a run in with one of the guys. And then like her ex-boyfriend is on the hockey team. And then this new guy is added to the hockey team. And they're both the captains.
1: I mean, you can like, Mm. you can like see
0: where you think that's going to go. but um, Okay.
1: So I'm dumb about hockey because we live in Texas, but are there, is is she playing on the Same team as him. She's on the female. No, she's on the women's hockey team. team.
0: Yes, and she talks in it about like early in the book. She talks about how like for female hockey players, kind of like the ultimate thing you can really do is go to the Olympics because like the Mm -hmm. women's national league, like they don't get paid very well and like there's no notoriety behind it. And she's like, you know, I get it. And she's like, I'm not mad about it. She's like, I get why like men's hockey is. I'm mad about it. More fun to talk about, but like it's. But like she like literally like the character talks about it in the book, Um, yeah. So okay, well, yeah, I have enjoyed it.
1: it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Um, you should. I think you would like it. I think you will like it. Okay. Okay. Um, in the same vein, I read Unstudy by Peyton Corrin, um, which was phenomenal. Um, we're gonna future friend of the pod. She's coming on um, to talk about it. We just sometimes we throw that out there about people that we have not spoken to. Yeah, but, like Tessa uh, <laughs> Bailey.
0: We hope would be a future friend of <laughs> the future pod. Future friend of the pod.
1: Elsie um, um, Silver. We've talked of the pod. to Peyton. About it, she's actually coming on. Um, and this is her debut novel. It was phenomenal. It was a hockey player and a figure skater. Um, he, but it, she's like the ultimate black cat, which I love to read a black cat. Um, because they're just like a, I love a good bitch. Um, it's so lovely, and so. It was phenomenal, and then he's gone through like he had a really serious injury in a game, and so he's got some um, PTSD going on, and so I felt like that was really well represented, um, and I just loved the book. And then I immediately moved on to um, Everybody Get Your Drinks Ready, a new oh, fan Iron fiction. Flame. No, oh. not Iron Flame because I can't because I'm I will not write if I read Iron Flame. It'll come later. Um, but I started a new uh, fan fiction. Okay. Um, that so. makes
0: more sense, but uh, I mean?
1: meant to text you
0: because I was like, oh, Iron Flame is out. I assume this is what you're reading right now. I can't, I can't, I can't,
1: what I did can't, you start? I can't. Um, I started, it's called um it's called Hot for Teacher. It's a Germani yeah. fan fiction.
2: Okay, I'm um, deep in a germini hole right now. I am I'm in I am in the sewer. Just Where so- what sewer, sewer have, are you in? Well, I just finished manicold. Oh, and I oh, you're in a dark zoo. Quietly for yeah. like seven to ten business days. Yeah, and so now, now I'm you know now I'm scrolling Ao3 looking for my next victim. Um, okay, so if you have recommendations, I
1: have lots of them. Um, I have lots of them. What did I read at, right after Manicold? Um, <laughs> I've, oh. I've been
2: talking about it to my one friend so much that she has started getting like germini fan art on her instagram because i yes. talked to her about
0: it so yeah. much yeah i have Well, no, it's um, really true i get fed some like bonkers shit on my instagram after i bet you get some... at guitar
1: stuff no, um not on don't? my personal no what did i read this is gonna bother the ish out of me <laughs> literally
2: um, my um my uh i'm looking at my like for you page on Instagram
1: <laughs> it's, it's just Jermine fanfic It is It's like literally all that I get is uh, Okay wait love and other Historical accidents was a, was a great one It's a great um, Happy If you want something happy after uh, Manacled Manacled is very dark
2: it's, Yeah But it was, it's, it was like so well written And oh, I just but It's so good it
1: have you read Draco Malfoy and the Mortifying Ordeal
2: of Being in Love? I saw it today and I sent it to my Kindle, but I haven't read it yet. I just uploaded like, loaded my Kindle today.
1: So good. I am okay. so happy that you're here right now. We're talking about I have a sticker on my on my um Uh, Laptop. I have one that just is like a heart candy that says fanfics on it. And my six-year-old is learning how to read. And so she was like, what does F-A-N-F-I-C-S mean? And I was like, okay, so um, it means fanfic. And now I need to take all of my fuck stickers away. Um, Okay, okay, Liam has
0: to see my tattoo today. And then he asked me if it was a mistake. And I was like... (laughs) It's a conversation for another day
1: my kids love my tattoos okay if you want something uh we'll we'll message well i'll, yeah, me- I'll talk. we'll talk about this because there's so many good ones okay this is what's apparently a, recent... a fan fiction podcast now it's a fan fiction awesome. podcast. okay other than Manicold, or maybe that's your recent read you've loved i did or love maybe it, you have another one.
2: however i i did <laughs> what, I, what i had in mind though i read this is like a subtle humble brag but i read um jessica joyce her second novel um <gasps> i harassed her into giving it to me have you guys read it
0: in my we, dreams i've read it are, first of all hold we, on hold on yeah, it
2: i have made you with a
0: view my entire personality for this past <laughs> several I, months I, to the I point have. where like i will go up to strangers and i'm like you need to read you with a view like i just i have like a pro i read the book and i literally texted rachel and i'm like I am jealous of anybody who gets to
2: read this for the first time because that book
0: fucked me up,
2: like, in a good way. Like, I loved You With A View, but, like, The Ex-Spouse, am I allowed to say that title? Yeah. yeah, That's the title. title. Yeah. But so
0: (laughs) I didn't realize, so I never, if I read a book and there's, like, a sneak preview of the next book after it, I won't read it because I'm like, no, I need to read the whole book. Mm -hmm. We had her on the podcast and her and Rachel were talking about it and I was like, fine, I'm going to go read the prologue and the part of the first chapter and i read it and i was like what did you just do to me because now i have to wait she's
2: unbelievable like i i truly i told her this and like i've told everyone literally i know this but i think she is like the most talented she's gonna be huge like she is going to be huge
0: i i've never been more moved by a prologue
1: yeah in my life
2: i I had to take my
1: blue light glasses off for that did y'all see that? I, I was like.
2: We did. She she got very close to the camera guys. I
0: was, I'm obsessed with her, uh, And she's just like one of the nicest people.
2: She's just like this serene yes, goddess type figure that like descended from the heavens and blesses yeah, us all with her presence. Yes. Like it's I met that's her a great at, way to uh, describe her. I met her at Stimulate and she's just one, she's gorgeous. Rachel and I wanted to go to Stimulate so go. bad, but it was like the first week of school for our kids and we were like well she's gorgeous and she's like her voice is beautiful and she's beautiful and we mm-hmm. had her on the podcast and i
0: just stared at her and i was like just talk and she's i'll listen unreal. you just tell and
2: me her. what to think in life yeah. so I, I harassed her into giving me x foul i don't remember explicitly what i said but i did bother her about it for like a long period of time and then she sent it and that's what i'm it. doing
0: starting tonight yeah
2: she <laughs> it's just it's It's unbelievable it's truly like one of the best romances i've ever read like ever like ever the whole premise of it is also just like so mm -hmm. good yeah and i was like hold on i'm i'm looking at my my chat with her because that's literally just me can you ask her her to send it to me and tell her
1: like like, i'm hey i'm talking to neely right now i could be a really good secret keeper here
2: here's a bunch of selfies of me just crying when she like i literally this every 10 pages i just like like there's me crying to Jessica Joyce. There's me crying to Jessica Joyce. I'm about to
0: message oh. her. It's so just like, like, I've heard that you can be swayed. <laughs> well,
2: to be fair, to I'm be like, fair, you're Jessica,
1: probably blurbing.
2: Jess and I, we, we do share a publisher. Um, yeah. And I believe we share some publicity team members. So I do have that advantage with that. <laughs> so but, um, I feel like there are some perks here there are slight i think the reason i became a writer is to get books earlier but yeah um to go back to that, I, I read it and it's just it's so lovely and i cried a lot and i don't cry a lot when i read but i cried a lot when i was reading this book it's just i cried at the at the <sighs> first chapter in the back of you with the view
1: and you with a view is phenomenal and i loved it i cried and, like the whole time i read you with a view
0: and i yeah so rarely cry at books like i am not somebody I cry at stuff like you're not supposed to cry. Like I cry at things that wouldn't make sense to other people, um, and I very rarely cry at a book. And I just was like an emotional mess the whole time I read *You with a View*. And yeah, my biggest fear is that they were gonna kill off Theo's grandfather. It's Like,
1: please don't. Which would have spoiler alert, everybody. They don't. They don't. <laughs> it's yeah. been It'll out be enough. Be it's a romance.
0: I'm just <laughs> All right, that's fine. We've got to move on from our Jessica Joyce love affair. I love her. Going to go on forever. Love we love you, Jessica.
1: Um. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Uh. Bex, we have some questions for you. We have some questions. Okay. We're gonna talk about holiday romances. We're gonna talk about all things holiday. But first, you have to answer some questions for us. So. Introduce yourself Well, you, after we've been talking for 30 minutes. Please introduce yes. yourself and uh, tell us, I don't know, about you and what got you into writing.
2: Okay, just about me. Um, yeah, about you. I am B.K. Borson. Um, Becca is my actual name, but B.K. is the writer name. Um, Blood Life Farms was my first book. I had written fan fiction for a long time before then, but I won't share what I wrote fan fiction for. Um, I, I know your face just got so excited. Rachel's so going to um, find it. Don't worry. <laughs> you can, you can try. And I always say that if you guess correctly, I'll tell you if you guess correctly, but I don't want to advertise because this is like stuff I was writing when I was like, I don't know. It's just different than the stuff I'm writing now. Um, yeah. And I wrote, I basically, I wrote love light during COVID because I wanted something to do with my brain. I had a, I had a small child at the time and my husband works in medicine. So Mm -hmm. I was alone a lot with a baby and I wanted a Mm -hmm. place to go in my brain. That was good. Um, and so I wrote lovely and it's been crazy ever since. It's been a bit of a whirlwind. I, I just wanted to write it and see what happened. You know, I didn't have any expectations or plans and then, you know, it sort of took off and it's been crazy ever since, but good, the good kind the good the good kind of well, we love that
0: um okay so Lovelight farms obviously was your first published book what made you decide to go the holiday romance route
2: like well i love christmas i mean same I, i'm a christmas nut i when i told my family i had written a book and my brother was like well in the family shot i was like i wrote a book and my brother was like well what's it about and I said it's a it's a it's a romance that takes place on a Christmas tree farm, and he was like, "Of course it is." Um,
0: <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> of course it is. I wanted. Obviously.
2: I knew that I wanted the Love Light series to be each book a different season. I wanted mm-hmm. to start with Christmas from like a marketing perspective of like it felt manageable to market myself in that space instead of like an unknown indie author in this huge romance world. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to like narrow down the focus to be something like very specific. Um, And I just, I also just really love the holidays and Christmas and it feels like the happiest, most hopeful time of year. Um, And I wanted to write a happy, hopeful book. Um, And so it felt like a good fit.
1: Yeah. Um, Did you, you kind of talked a little bit about this, but did you uh, expect it to
2: blow up the way that it has? And like, what has that been like? It's been bananas. Bananas. Mm-hmm. I think I I truly like didn't have any exp- I had hopes you know yeah like I was hopeful that I don't even know what I was hopeful for like I was just excited to do it and then the f- I, the first day I remember I sold twelve copies and I was like super jazzed about it because I was like twelve people I don't know bought this yeah. book now I think probably six of them were probably like my mom and my cousins and my aunt <laughs> it was so, like, actually people you didn't know but yeah. It's a wild feeling when you publish a book out of nowhere and people buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wasn't expecting it. And then, like, as it got closer to the holidays, it like ramped up, and people got really excited about it. And then I think, and I published the other two books in the series, and I was super happy with everything. and then last last Christmas was when it like really exploded, mm-hmm. and it was just it was bananas. And I just, I don't, I don't know how to articulate what it felt like because I still don't know how to articulate what it <laughs> feels like. It's just like, I decided to do this thing on a whim because it felt good for me to do. And now it's like my career. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's been a, it's been a three, oh, three years now. Of, mm-hmm. And it just, I still feel like I'm still playing catch up and I still can't quite believe it's real, you know?
0: Yeah. How do you feel like, cause I feel like especially. Over the last couple of years, like book talk has
2: completely just
0: like taken over. I mean, that's really kind of what got me inadvertently back into reading and like discovering mm-hmm. uh, more romance books. Like, how do you feel like the book talk and bookstagram
2: community has kind of helped or contributed? Oh, certainly, like I don't think my book would have done anything without book talk and bookstagram. Like, it the word of mouth, it's like it's unbelievable. You like, I can see. When certain accounts talk about my book, I can see in like sales graphs how it correlates. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's wild, just it's like crazy. it's basically like a, a massive, massive microphone of people shouting about the things they love. And to see it on social media, it's, it's nice to have that pocket of people talking about things they like and things they love and mm-hmm. just sharing the joy of that. Um, and so for me, certainly there's negative aspects, right? yeah to the book community online but i think for the most part it's just a largely people talking about what they love mm-hmm. and like i don't want to say it's made reading popular again because reading has always been popular but it's amplified it on a scale that's made it more welcoming and approachable for other people to get involved in it like yeah.
0: i've
2: i've heard so many people say like it's reignited my love for reading and i think for mm-hmm. a lot of us In elementary school and, like, middle school and school communities, we were encouraged to read and, like, had groups to talk about it with. But as we got Mm -hmm. older, you know, we lost that. It just feels like a – it feels like a super big book club, you know? Yeah. And,
0: like, I've talked about it before. I feel like, for me, it was just more finding the community of people who like to read what I like to read rather than Mm -hmm. just, like, if you're talking to just, like, random people, like, oh, what are you reading? And you're like, "Mm hmm. Like, yeah. nah, don't worry about it. But now, like knowing <laughs> that there are all these people who do like the same kinds of books and who want to read the same things you're reading and talk about them, um, I feel like that has reignited. Like, just that community aspect
2: has definitely reignited my love for reading. Yeah, and people who and I get feel like it, there's, without, yeah, who get it without making you feel small about liking what you uh-huh. like, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I feel like that we've kind of talked about on the podcast before about how, in general, like you were saying, the book talk community is um, generally very positive and very uplifting. Um, and I just really love to see that. And I love to see... Um, talking about books that you love and, and the amount of people that have messaged us and been like, I didn't know other people read romance books like I do. And it's just been really um, great to hear that because you do, I mean, there's, you still see some shame around liking what you like and, um, And that can suck when that happens. But I feel like in general, it's like, no, you, you, there's a safe space for people who love romance books and and want to read a happily ever after and not to like be this person, but I also kind
0: of feel like most of that shame comes from men. And like, I feel like,
2: yeah, Yeah, men. And also I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women who have internalized, like, if I want to be a serious reader, I only read Mm -hmm. classics or stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. yes.
0: I feel like though like, oh sorry go ahead no go ahead i just feel like like even and i've talked about this before like there's an episode of friends where rachel is i'm a big friends watcher um r.i.p matthew perry we haven't talked about that that was also one Mm -hmm. star for me um uh when rachel's reading like her romance book and joey is just like constantly making fun of her about it and it's just like but i feel like that's like such a like common thing for like a man to be like oh you're reading a spicy book like yeah and just like make fun of it and like andrew thankfully doesn't do that as much anymore i mean i feel like he did for a little while and now i think he's like okay other people read it it's not just you i'm like of course it's not just me why would all these books they're not all these books aren't written specifically for me yeah wouldn't that be nice though wouldn't wouldn't that be nice (laughs) jessica feel free to just like throw your book (laughs) in my face I did DM her, by the way. I was like, I heard you could be sweet. Oh, are you going to
2: get me in trouble.
0: No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Like I heard, I heard I just have to sweet talk you. No, I'm kidding. Um,
2: yeah.
1: um, we're going to but- talk more about your books in our Patreon episode. So if you're not a Patreon subscriber, highly suggest um, doing that. Uh, but to end kind of your interview portion, any advice for uh, aspiring authors?
2: I get this question a lot and I always answer it really poorly um, because my cool. advice is just like just to start I feel like I wasted a lot of time wanting to write a book and like wanting to be a writer but worried about the perception of what other people would think about my work but now that I've now that I've published my work on like a larger scale I find that I don't really care what people think all that, like I do care. Deeply. Sure. I do care deeply, um, but also it's it's so much more a thing for me and a thing that gives me joy um, yeah. that I find that I worry a lot less about the reception to it while I'm writing it, Yeah, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think I spent a lot of time giving myself excuses, um, and I wish I didn't. So just yeah. just start writing.
1: I love that. Just do it like Nike says. Yeah, like Nike just says. Just do something. it. Yeah, they are. They it's almost like they've been doing this for a while. Um, okay, let's talk about the holidays. What? what are some of what what are some of y'all's favorite holiday traditions?
0: I like how Bex and I both are just like, Let's talk about Christmas. Like, yeah,
1: just
0: like I'm, I,
2: Christmas. I'm looking at my Christmas. desk right now. I have like a pine candle. I have a little Santa mug. Like I am Okay, I so ready. I ready.
1: have my holiday wine glass that you guys can't see. Um, here, because um, I'm this
0: gonna is a podcast. turn the computer so y'all can see.
1: Oh, my I'm jealous. Oh, um, oh, Santa mug. Okay, you guys. We love a Santa
0: mug. Okay.
2: So out I have the – anthrop-
0: you know like how Anthropology has like their <laughs> fall candle and like their holiday candle? I mean they have like sure. – Anthropology has like a million candles. So I just put the fall candle away and got the holiday candle out because it takes me nine years to go through those candles. And, um, yeah. Charlotte, like, walks in today, she's like, it's different. <laughs> it's like, different. Because I, that was, like, the one fall thing I had just, like, forgotten to put away. Because I don't like candles a ton because children. Um, mm-hmm. But she was like, it's different. But my favorite, one of my, one of my favorite traditions, other than the movies, um, and I feel like this is a more recent thing, like, last year and this year, is, like, watching how excited both kids get about the decorations. Like, they love to go to the tree because all of our ornaments are, like, either from vacations or stuff they have made. They're all special. Like, so none of our ornaments are, like – like, they're all sentimental ornaments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it's just, like, every year at school they always have made an ornament. And just, like, seeing them get to, like, look at those – like, they love to – they do it, like, every single day. They, like, go over to the tree and they talk about the ornaments. And, like, Andrew and I got engaged a week before Christmas – So he had my ring box um, made into an ornament. Um, I was like, that's on the tree. Yeah. Right. Right. God, Andrew just sometimes, like, I'll say stuff like that and I'm like, I don't give him enough credit. (laughs) You're like, like he knew there's a reason we're married, but he knew to propose to me at Christmas time. You
1: know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's good. That's good that he knew you enough when you got engaged. (laughs) I'm glad. Right. Although I think that now, like, we were only
0: together for a year. Like, that's not (laughs) like, did we know each other? <laughs>
1: like No, but you do know. No. Um, That's great. What are some of y'all's
2: Dex, it's There a, there it, is a street. So I live in Baltimore. Um there is a thirty-fourth street in Baltimore. Is there a miracle on it? They yeah they have Miracle on 34th Street and when you when you buy a house on the street you have to sign a contract that you will participate in Miracle on 34th Street because it's every house on the street and it's not just oh Christmas gosh. lights it's like it is like Christmas vacation Griswold house every square foot is covered that. in lights it's like it's a huge thing in the city and they have a Grinch that plays the saxophone <laughs> mm, <laughs> apparently obviously. I didn't realize this the Grinch who plays the saxophone. Is not sanctioned with the event. He's just a random <laughs> person, and they have, they have like these signs up along the street that says "You don't need to tip the Grinch with the saxophone." It's just. <laughs> it's, it's, I want to like, come there specifically just to see this. Like, I, I feel like
1: that's a little bit creepy. So no, we haven't. In
0: a street in our neighborhood um, that does twelve days of Christmas, I don't know if you've been there, Rachel. Mm. It's the twelve days. No, of Christmas I haven't. Street. Um, one of my best friends' house is Two Turtle Doves, but um, it's kind of the same thing you were That's, saying back. Yeah, so, like when you buy the house on that street, like like the house comes with the twelve days of Christmas decor, and you like have to do it. It's like oh, yeah. synced to a radio station. Every house participates. It's How have I missed the 12 this? days of Christmas. I'll send you the street. Like I'll send you a pen okay. so y'all can take the kids this year. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's the same kind of thing. And it's such a fun, like we like to get out and walk it because it's just, I mean. Yeah. It's 12. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, But I love stuff like that. Like I love, I love driving around and looking at lights. Yeah, like, I I honestly think that at Christmas time I stop being thirty nine and I am like five years old because I'm like of I'm course. literally like a kid. I'm like, like yeah. I walk around like I'm
1: have never seen it before, even though I see it all the time. So we do. So my favorite favorite traditions I've got two. Um, the first one is uh, we've just started recently. Now that the girls are a little bit older, we take them to go shop for each other. Um, oh, we do that. Yeah, which has just been really fun. Like they're uh, old enough now to go and pick something out for their sister. And we do have to have conversations about like, hey, this is not like what you want. This is what you think your sister wants. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) which is a hard concept, you know, for a four year old. Uh, But it's a lot of fun. And they just I think it's so sweet seeing them like pick out uh, things for each other the other thing that we do I'm a gifts gifts of is my love language so the other thing that we do that we love is we are uh like um best friends we all have kids that are like around the same age so we do a an adult's um secret santa uh which is fun but the fun one is the kid's secret santa so we like put all of their uh names in a hat like a real hat with real papers that they didn't like most of them can't read and they pull a name out of the hat and then they have to go buy a present for that kid um and so just i don't know i love i love uh i loved gift giving um and so i think it's fun to like do that with my kids now of like oh no we need to think about what's something that this person likes what are they gonna be excited about so those are my favorite it's fun
2: watching with the holidays watching kids experience everything and like absolutely making traditions that you know your kids are going to remember like you remember your traditions so Mm -hmm. it's one
0: yeah one thing we started doing is we adopt a family at Christmas we either adopt a family Mm -hmm. or we will adopt like several children but I always feel like people kind of forget like it is important to help the kids who don't have Christmas
1: but like there's also like older people who don't get Christmas we always or like do who don't get and one older person.
0: So from we, the like I, Salvation Army last year was the first year. I really included Liam with the shopping. Um, mm-hmm. and he took it like very, very seriously. And like, we oh, very yeah. much explained that like, like, and obviously like Charlotte's just now turning four. So it's like kind of a bigger concept for her, but like, we've really been like kind of ingraining in Liam, like how lucky he is and how lucky we all are and how privileged we are. Um, And how important it is to do things for other people. And, you know, he asks a lot of, like, harder questions. But I just think it's important to show your kids that part of Christmas, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, like, kind of remind them. Because, like, I do feel like kids – and, I mean, it's kind of our own fault, right? Because we were probably like this. But, like, kids can kind of become little, like, assholes at Christmas time and be like, I want this and I want this and I want this. And, like, we kind of give into it a little bit. But, Mm. you know. Try to balance that a little
1: bit. Yeah, with. for sure. Okay, what's your what's your favorite Christmas song? And I added this because I've started listening to Christmas music when I'm in the car by myself because Brian won't let me listen yet. Um, And a song, and Hard Candy Christmas came on. And I was like, this is the most underrated Christmas song. It's so good.
0: Mine is really dorky. <laughs> oh, gosh. What is it? It's that? canon and it's Christmas canon by trans Siberian Orchestra, um, mm-hmm. like oh, Canon that, and D, but it's Christmas Canon. I yeah. cry every time I hear it. Um, <laughs> that, I and so When precious. Andrew and I got married, I wanted to walk down the aisle to Canon and D. Like, there was nothing else I was going to be walked down the aisle to. And so Christmas Canon, I don't know why. I just – I always get really emotional when I hear it. <laughs> like, even thinking about it, I get emotional. It's so
2: <laughs> weird. She's crying
0: right now, you guys. I'm, <laughs> guys, look, I – I just think it is so beautiful. Like it is just such a beautiful song. But if you want to know a Christmas song I hate and we'll skip over it's little drummer boy. I hate it so much. I hate mm-hmm. that
2: song. It's the word. I, I can't, I can't
0: I hate I hate The it.
2: Christmas shoes. It's too depressing for me. I, oh, oh, that song oh is I depressing. also hate
0: baby. It's cold outside for a multitude uh, of reasons, yeah. but I also just find well, it.
2: Legend did a new one. That's quite nice. The new one. just fun. Think,
0: Yeah. I just like his voice, but like, I just don't like that song. I just—I yeah, never liked I it, do, even before I do like the new was, one. The new
2: one's really funny, even my, before I realized how date rapey it was. <laughs> yeah, my favorite Christmas song is very specific. It's the Bruce Springsteen live version of Santa Claus is Coming in Town, and That's I love it so one. much because at the end he's just like laughing with the saxophone yeah. players and just having a good time. I love that yeah. song so much.
1: That's a great one. Um, okay, so my gateway to holiday romance books was the Hallmark Channel. Um, oh thousand percent thousand percent thousand percent yeah I haven't watched we canceled cable I'm very sad so I haven't watched a lot in the last couple of years but literally I will still there was a time on Instagram where in November December months literally oh my god I I remember you
0: doing this (laughs) oh I had I had okay I had completely forgot that you did this And this is before Rachel and I became good friends, but we followed Mm -hmm. each other. And I lived for your – that's how – I feel like that's one of the ways we started messaging because it's how I would decide which movies to watch. And I would scroll back through our messages, but there's been too many
1: now. and Y'all, I I know that would take a long time. I literally would watch, like, every Hallmark – movie that came on and then review them in my instagram stories so people would be like do I I'm like don't watch this one do watch this one like here are the ones that are coming out this year I was a little bit psychotic about it and then uh, I found out that you could read these movies in books and let me just tell you oh, that, like I was not- like face <laughs> <I was laughs> like- not the actual movie but that there were. Natalie <laughs> was like, "Where do I find these?" <laughs> I'm
0: like, "Hold on, tell me, tell me more. I want to read them." Oh no, it's just the book Guys, No,
1: and the the funniest thing is now I go with back a full and. Deck today. I'll go back and watch the movies, and I'm like, "Oh, they just kiss at the end."
0: It's I know, so lame now. I am um, so Charlotte was born uh, the week of her birthday is November 23rd, and so like when she was a newborn, newborn. Um, and mm-hmm. I was recovering from a C-section and like – we you were would, watching Andrew my Instagram take, stories. Yes. So Liam would take – or Andrew would take Liam to school. Then he would go to work. And it was just me and newborn baby Charlotte. And we would camp our asses on the couch. And she would sleep and eat. And I would watch Hallmark movies all day and drink coffee. And I'm like, honestly, can't think of a time in my life I've ever been happier. Like, it was just – I mean, I was like newly postpartum, so I'm like, I can't do, I can't do anything. Yeah, so I don't, I can't, I don't even feel lazy because I just, this is all I can do. This is, can't do anything else. But You know what? So I think good. I'm gonna bring that back this year. I think I'm gonna just have. I, I
1: was just days thinking. That.
0: I'm, I'm gonna bring. We're gonna bring Hallmark movies back into the fold. We are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do um, you watch Hallmark movies? Of course I do. I feel like every every sane human being should. It's just as happy. It's just joyful. That's the thing about like holiday books, holiday movies, holiday music. You cannot be sad. Or just romance
0: in general. It's like we talk all the time about how we love the formula and we love to know what we're getting into and that we know it's going to end happy. And it's like, that's the Mm -hmm. Hallmark movie. Like there's no Hallmark movie where the big city exec is like, you know what? I am better off in New York and leaves. That's just not what happens. She's like, you know what? I am better off in the Christmas tree farm town. And yeah, uh, I'm gonna open a bakery and marry this hot woodsy, like lumberjack guy,
2: and there's just gonna be our life now. Yeah. And we yeah, kiss. This is seen. like I've
0: written these books. Yeah,
2: those. <laughs> that's like my first three books. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's it's all I want. I don't want anything. It's else. all we I want. It's all I want.
2: All want. <laughs> I want to move yeah, to Stars Hollow and have that life happen. I yeah. like going into something knowing that it's not gonna leave me brokenhearted at the end of it.
0: Nobody wants yes. to be sad. To, and to no. me, it is like why I will never understand people who like to watch scary movies and voluntarily no. be scared. No. Why? No. Why do you no. want to be sad?
1: Why do you want to be scared? Or, why do you
0: not just want to be happy?
1: I don't I get the it. Diff- and we've talked about this before, but the difference between like a romance and a, a love story where like, okay, it's a love story, but then you're like, I'm um, crying at the end because they're not together. Like that is not a romance. No. So anyway. Sorry. Um, I,
0: oh, oh shit. I just admitted. I said, no.
1: Ha. Okay. Um what are some of your favorite spicy holiday reads? Bex, what's uh, obviously yours? But
2: that goes without. What else? Yes. Yeah, o- only mine.
1: Only um, yours. No. Yeah.
2: Uh, I just read Wreck the Halls by Tessa Bailey, which was a I whole have lot. Of fun.
1: That's not. Yeah, we both had a yet. lot
2: of fun. Um, and then I read Window Shopping by her, which came I
1: out a couple of years ago. I love that book.
2: It's a it's phenomenal. It's so um, good. And then I think probably my all time favorite holiday romance is Mistletoe Motive by Chloe Leese. Um, I have that it's, on one a, it's a novella, so it's shorter, yeah. but it's so good. Yeah. And I'm pretty um, sure they do it on a ladder in the library. I'm that's like good. We
0: all took a hard pause. Oh, wait. yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, and logistics I'm like, I'm went sure. through my
1: head. That yeah. happened in Bridgerton. Yes. Did, yeah.
0: <sighs> Y'all, when is Bridgerton I'm coming back? I'm very
2: aware. <laughs>
0: like, can we can we <laughs> yes, take a I sidebar? That scene
1: several times.
0: <laughs> can we take a sidebar? And does anybody know when Bridgerton comes back? Because when I think Not about what's missing from year. my life, I think that's what's missing from my life. Is right it now. next I year? I might just rewatch
1: Bridgerton from the beginning. It
2: got all jumbled up with the the writers. And the writer strike. Yeah. Well,
1: that's right. fair. That's fair. We can
2: yeah. wait for that.
1: Okay. Um, so, um, yeah,
0: so i I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that neither of you have probably read this book. But have you ever read The Certainty of Chance by Jacqueline Middleton? I have not. No, you both need to read it. It's Christmas. It takes place in London. Um, is is there a sad parts? I don't trust not you. Not really. I mean, it's more like it ends happy. Um, it's more like she's kind of recovering from like a breakup. She's situation sure uh goes to london it's it gives very it very much gives the holiday vibes if you like the movie the holiday it gives yes the holiday vibes um so i did like a sponsored thing with her a couple christmases ago and i read the book and i was like okay like before i like i have to read the book first like i can't Mm -hmm. agree to talk about so i read it and i like was obsessed with it i read it in a day and a half and then i interviewed her for like two and a half hours and i was like I'm obsessed with you. Like, I need to know everything. Uh, But it's just a really good book. So um, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's not what I would call spicy. Like, it has some scenes in it. But it's definitely more on, like, the hallmark end of the spectrum as far as spice goes. Um, But it's so good. Um, And then if if you want something, like, real spicy, uh, I recommend Tis the Season for Revenge by Morgan Mm -hmm. Elizabeth. Like, if you just want... Some straighter spice. Um, it's it very fun. fun. Mm-hmm. I want to read her new one, "The Big Nick Energy."
1: I haven't read it yet, but she has. Um, okay, but that's like a, Neely. You know, it's like a daddy. It's like a Santa thing. <laughs>
2: is it, I just know thing? Like, okay. Okay. Uh, how are you? Um,
1: I'm like, is it? Like, it might be a. Is it a
2: cowboy th- Santa? No, I don't know.
0: All
1: right. Well, I haven't read it.
2: He is is a Christmas tree cowboy. Christmas tree (gasps) farm cowboy. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Her
1: friend's dad, isn't it?
2: I don't recall that part, but I know it's a Christmas tree farm. Am
1: I making that
0: up? I really liked uh, In a Holidays by Christina Lauren.
1: If I loved... that book, I that's the one where she has it's like Groundhog Day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she has to relive the day over and over again. Um, I loved that book. I read it that was really several, a couple of Christmases ago. It was so good. Um, one of my favorite Christina Lauren books. Um I also loved uh kind of on that same vein of like um like magical elements um i read just like magic last year um by have you read it bex you're nodding yeah yeah um i loved that book it is like it's a very specific brand of crazy If, if you're uh like just if you're going into it blind i feel like you have to know like this guy it's uh um Oh my gosh, like Christmas spirit, the Christmas spirit. Yeah. He comes to life and it is like elf meets a Hallmark movie meets like, I don't know. It was crazy, but I loved it so much. I really think that Sarah Howell can do no wrong. Her books are so good. Um, mm-hmm. I died. Okay. I la- I laughed out loud so many times. During that I need to add. I
0: haven't read that. Um, I haven't read this, but I've heard really good things about Tangled and Intensal.
1: But I have not read I
2: haven't. it. goes up the white choose
1: Is it? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Neely, God,
2: y'all are just ruining these for me. Well, then
0: maybe <laughs> I won't read it. I have Neely doesn't like, isn't like a
2: white shoes. It's a. It's I just three men and one woman.
1: And the it's oh, called the more sounds- the
2: merrier series. Neely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I did read that one. I did read that one and it's really fun. Um but
1: Imagine being monster. snowed in with four hot successful men.
0: Honestly, Hell, though, sounds yes. great. Sounds great. Sign the me up. The Holidays series.
1: All right. Well, it's unlikely uh-huh. I will read it. I'm sorry. Um Bad, I will definitely read it. Thank you for pointing that out. because it Rachel, you have this too. on
0: your list but um, I also loved The Matzo Ball.
1: I loved The Matzo Ball. It was very it cute. It was so good. Yeah, it was super cute. I read that for book club. I, think, I read it last, last year. year. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about this, I think we talked about it before we started recording, but the fake Santa apology tour um, mm-hmm. by Julie Olivia, and I am obsessed with her books. I talk about them all the time. Neely's so uh, sick of me talking. I'm about not, them, but they're so I'm good. Never um, sick of and then we talked about window shopping. Uh, I read. Did either of y'all read Holiday Romance by Katherine Walsh last, I read year? It last year? Yeah, it it's a- was fun phenomenal it was so good and then um Snowden uh is out now I think um and that's her her holiday romance for this year so I'm super excited about that
0: I have not read Wreck the Halls by Tessa Bailey but I had I've had an arc or I had an arc of it for like months but I can't I have a hard time reading Christmas books when it's not Christmas time Mm -hmm. like
2: it's like I I, will say
0: Oh, sorry. I ahead. will say
2: that one isn't like super Christmassy. Like the, okay. the premise is um two kids of rock stars um are trying to reunite their mom's band for a Christmas special. So like there's Christmas in the background, uh-huh. but it's not like saturated with Christmas, like a lot of Christmas romance can be. Yeah. Ooh, that's well, I definitely
0: funny. want to read it. Um there was another one I th- I told y'all about uh I don't know if I'm gonna read it. It's unlikely now, but this dipped in Holly. But, um, like, I just don't think it's going to happen. But I really want to read The Christmas Orphans Club by Becca Freeman. Um, I've listened to her podcast for a long time, um, and I've heard good things. I've heard the book is really good, so that's probably one that I will
2: read.
1: I would either –
2: Mary Little Meat Cute too. I have I want them. to read that I was too. I was Hard about to. to
1: ask that. So I read a Mary Middle, Little merry Little Meat Cute last year, um and I really liked it. Uh it is I mean talk about if you're a fan of um Hallmark movies, meets the spicy books because she's um coming from like the porn industry and is starring in a hallmark like essentially a hallmark movie they don't call it a hallmark channel but um and he doesn't know that this is who it is and he watched like he is a like frequent watcher of her only fans or what it's not called only fans they've all got fake names it's not hallmark channel it's not only fans but she arrives on set and he's like i know who this person is i watch her uh do things uh frequently it's hilarious it's really good um I highly recommend and i want to read holly jolly ever is that what the next one is Hello, jolly holly jolly ever i'm yes.
2: obsessed with both the covers they're stunning they're, they're so good I wanna yes read beautiful covers the christmas fix
0: by lucy score i love lucy that's scores books i have every one of her books i've read
2: i've loved um mm-hmm. so, so the christmas fix is from her backlist i read it when she um self-published it like five years ago it's a it's an older book but I and it it is um it's a companion or it's in the same universe as Mr. Fixer Upper oh I loved that book yeah it's his sister oh oh mm-hmm. I really yeah, liked it's that really book. good
0: every one I, of her books I've read I've really really liked
2: yeah yeah They're fun. um
1: I have mistletoe motive on my list. And then also for a novella, cause I'm like, you get to the end of the year and I'm like, I gotta meet my reading goal. And so I feel like the holiday novellas really are great for that. Um, but set the record straight. Um, mm. Friend of the pod, uh, Hannah Bonham Young um, is I, this is the only book of hers. I have religiously read all of her books and I am obsessed with them. This is the only one I haven't read. Um, and so it's on my, it's at the top of my holiday tbr this year um because it's a it's sapphic wonderful. i feel like you don't get a lot of sapphic uh
2: yeah
1: christmas romances well, allison, i'm like i don't
2: allison cochran has the kisser once for me which was really good yes i have and, that book i have it on my shelf i haven't i didn't read it and your main one matthew prince was really yes. fun. yes um
1: but those were two that i didn't get straight. to last
2: year i think you Hannah, loved it yeah, I think Hannah's another one that she's just so like, extraordinarily talented. I think
0: so talented. she's one
2: of the strongest storytellers. She's so lovely she as is so a human.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, and then her books, like N- Next to You, I still haven't recovered from, and I read it a very long time ago. And then, of course, Out on a Limb, I I I will never recover from. They were so good. I'm just like thinking yeah, about it right her now. To
2: giving me advanced copies of all of her books. They're so good. That's they're the so joy of being a writer, is that I, can I know bully people. And her dreams.
1: new covers are beautiful. I just Ugh. saw the one
2: she released. More.
1: I might have seen a sketch of I'm one. So jealous. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I don't think it's out yet.
2: Now oh, that I'm saying I've these. I did see a preview for Loves of My Life. I get the next next step. Next to you. Yeah. Yeah, with Lane. Yeah, where I'm equally attracted to both of them. I
1: am, honestly. Yeah. Deeply. Yeah. Like I would join. I I would would join that threpple. Drop me in the middle, squish me. Right in the middle. Oh, that's just like, I really had to take a moment for that. Okay. Um, Did you know? I don't know if y'all, if uh, Bex, you're a Talia Hibbert fan, mm-hmm. um, of course but she's have. got, I know who's not, um, she's got two holiday books that is I want to read. Yeah. One of them is called Mary Inkmas and it's about like a tattoo artist and I'm here for that. I love a tattooed main character, if any variety. Um, <laughs> and then uh the other one is called Wrapped Up in You. And I have no idea what it's about, but Talia Hibbert wrote it. So I'm gonna I'm read gonna
2: it. Write these down. Thank you very mm-hmm. much.
1: hmm Uh yeah, I've had both of those. And then okay, the cover of Wrapped Up in You, y'all need to go look at it. It's so good. Okay. Oh, like- I
0: didn't mention, but um, so the Holly dates, which I haven't read by Brittany Cherry. Um, I just read a Brittany Cherry book, uh, The Air He Breathes, which Candy Steiner had recommended. She said it was like one of her favorite books. And I really loved it. Um, And so I saw that she has a holiday book. And I was like, I have to look
1: into that. Oh, okay. Didn't that wasn't that another book that was very sad? No,
0: it wasn't. I mean, it had sad parts, but it ended like it. It was the most, like, you would not like it. Um, I can handle it, but you, 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 I don't think would have. Um, That was the one I told you, like, I loved it. It had, like, a small, like, part towards the end where it, like, went way off track, and then it came back, and I was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that hadn't happened, it would have been five stars, but it was four stars, because I just, like, there was a couple chapters where I was, like, I felt like I was reading a different
1: book for a minute. Um, What is this? Neely, I think you put it on here, Faking Under the Mistletoe. It was one of the ones suggested on our uh oh box. from
0: our people. Our, yeah, okay. from from our from the, the listeners. Somebody said yeah to read that one. And I was like faking. Sh-.
1: All right. Yeah. you got a fake dating Sold. situation going on. We love a fake dating situation. We love fake dating. Give okay. Fish. It so, gives love light. Okay, so Bex,
0: one thing we all we ask everybody is, and this isn't holiday related, this is encompassing all all seasons. Um <laughs> every season. <laughs> Every season, what is a have to read book you tell people about?
2: Mm, oh, this is so hard. I'm looking at my my bookshelf and panic because I feel like whenever I get this question, I just like panic. Uh, it's okay if your answer is not the same as it is the last time you answered this question. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> um, probably just because. I'm just gonna heap on more praise onto Jessica Joyce. I I think you with a view and the ex vows. Mm-hmm. Honestly, anybody who who hasn't who is like just entering into romance, it like I feel like both of those books.
0: I literally I frequently tell people if you're just getting into romance, to start with you with a view.
2: Just read you with yeah, a view. So and you I think it, I think it shows all the best parts about yeah. romance writing. Yeah. Um. With, and it's not overwhelming you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so i'm gonna say those today but it was likely to change <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay that's all right i feel like Jessica that's it, responded, a hard question but i'm not gonna say what she said oh gosh am i in trouble <laughs> no but she said um i'll, I'll tell y'all you, you're, you I, are I'm,
1: gonna say okay <laughs> like I'll say say it after. i'm not gonna <laughs> say it okay, on air um okay okay
0: so we're all gonna right. play a fun little this or that game it's just four this or that questions uh very quick and painless. Just first answer that comes to your mind. Do you want to start, Rachel, or do you want
1: me to start? Um, I can start. Okay. okay. Uh, eggnog or apple cider? Apple cider.
0: Okay. All I want for Christmas is you or Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by
2: NSYNC? Oh, all I want for Christmas is you.
1: Mm-hmm. That Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, it gets me every time. Okay. Um, Mistletoe or Kissing in the Snow? Uh, Mistletoe. Okay,
0: and this is not holiday related, or it could be if you wanted it. Uh, pick your praise, good girl, or look at me.
2: Oh, I just blushed at look at me, so probably that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that is. is, that one? is that that that?
0: Like, She's Oof. like, I am warm. I am a warm. My face, my face is Oof. warm. I am a Fifty Shades of Red. Um, okay.
1: See, quick and painless. Uh, Rachel, it's do you want painless. to read a review of the week? I would love to. Okay. Um, our review of the week came from Apple Podcasts, I believe. Um, it says, this podcast is what has been missing in my life. I don't have very many smutty reader friends. You guys totally make up for that and make my commute to work more enjoyable. Reading romance and now listening to y'all is my therapy and a way to escape from life, if just for a little while. Thanks, ladies. And that is from Jess2829. Um, that, was- yeah, that was a ridiculously so just- nice review. That is why I picked it for this week because I was like, that is the nicest thing anybody has ever said to me. Um, And so uh, if you're just 2829, please DM us and you will have some happy mail coming from Neely because I need to reorder stickers (laughs) because I put them all in books at Barnes & Noble. So there we are. True story. Um, Okay. So
0: this is a fun part. Bex, you get to whore yourself out. So tell people where can they find you?
2: oh um you can find me on instagram at author bk borison you can find me on i think twitter and tiktok under the same name um but you can find instagrams where i'm at most likely always forever and ever and And you
0: can find the podcast on instagram at smut show podcast and we are on threads and we have a facebook group and a patreon and a whole we're we're all over so find us and you can find me
1: everywhere at neelykins except tiktok we're neely moldy Which is a very sad story for another day. Um, And you can find me everywhere at Rachel underscore M Lewis. (laughs) Just Uh, everywhere. And
0: if you guys would like to tune in to the Patreon later this week, uh, we're about to record some bonus content with Bex and uh, we'd love for you to hear it. So go sign up for Patreon.
1: Yeah, anything. yeah, go team! All, all right. right, Bex, thanks for coming on, talking holiday romance with us. Uh, all of these books will be linked in our Amazon storefront uh, because we talked about a lot of books tonight. Yeah. Sure it'll don't? be fun for Rachel to to put together. So it'll um, be. It be super fun. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.